Hello! Welcome to another amazing um, interview during Caretober. Um, this interview is very, very near and dear to my heart because I really feel like this relationship I have been manifesting since I literally became, I came online into the like online space because I was literally obsessed with this person and all things that she did. And then I was like, if we could be friends, what could it be like? Um, so... <laughs> To be able to share her with you, um, I'm super excited. I'm going to cue the intro, and then we will be back. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Okay, so I have to lay the foundation. Yeah. So I think it was as I, it was during the time that I was like had just came online, and um, Julie and Kathy had did their what their first summit, and like I'm watching the summit, I'm like, who is this girl? I was like, the this is me, the hair. I was like. <laughs> I was like, the hair is amazing. She's so, I was like, she's so smart. I was like, who is she? So then I go and I like deep dive down all of your stuff. And I'm like, her branding is on point. And I don't say that often. Like, I do that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, her branding's on point. Like, she gets it. She sees it. Like, it flows through everything that she does. And then, like, the more I start, like, hanging out with people like people can say they're like do you know jordan i was like well i follow her online i feel like she's amazing and they're like no she's amazing i was like i feel like she's amazing i feel like we would be like great friends like this is, i feel like we would be great friends but we haven't like like we haven't connected yet right and then i feel like it was almost like the um the levels of kevin bacon and then i met like a direct connection to you which of course is the my love lindsey padilla yeah. and i'm like and Lindsay's like, oh my gosh, you love Jordan. I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. I think she's so amazing. I follow her online. I'm like obsessed with all things her. And she's like, yeah, she's my best friend. I was like, she's your best friend. And literally, like, when y'all did y'all retreat, y'all best friends retreat, literally I'm on Instagram like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like envisioning myself in the best friend trip. And I'm like, well, I love I I was like, I love Lindsay. I love Jordan. I was like, I feel like it would just be like the best thing just to just to slide me in right. into, into exactly. the retreat. So then, when um, when Lindsay came to Atlanta for Tech Stars, she was oh, like, "Here, are you coming?" And I was like, "Of course, I'm coming. Like, I I have to see you. Like, all the things." And then, like, when I turned around, I was like, "Surprise!" <laughs> Hey Jordan, and you're like, hey Carol, like, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. I was like, you know me? And she's like, yeah, I know you, Carol. I was like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I was just like, and I was, I was like, your personality for me. 
I knew that you were like I knew you were made because of course like I know Lindsay Vidi is like a great judge of character, but it was just like your personality like in person when we connected, even if you though you're about to, like think you were about to run back to the airport. You're like I got to I was like the commitment of friendship. This is what I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a quick it was a quick trip for me, but yeah. I and then like we got to hang out at like Marker's Heart. Yeah, it was amazing. Yes, and then I feel like from there we've just been like Instagram like DM buddies and just like cracking jokes and messaging. It's just been I think for me it's just been so cool because like I feel like Caretover for me is just like the representation of like when you put and it's funny you said intention, I'm really big on intention as well. When you put intention around the people that you want in your world and your life, and it's like I put an intention of like me seeing us as friends. And then like fast forward, now we're at that place and I'm like, oh my gosh, like Jordan is such a gift to me. Like I feel like you're such an inspiration. You're, you motivate me so much. But then <clears throat> the impact that you do for other people is what I love as well because like you have the bonus on like literally I was almost in tears when like you had like found the dog I was like she was like oh my gosh. like my first dog literally was that situation like I found like mm -hmm. I found like I found him at my bus stop this is when I was in high school mm -hmm. I found her at my bus stop and literally she followed me home and then like she just literally like my mom was like well maybe if she follows you back to the bus stop she'll forget where we live and she'll just like find her way back and literally like she would she my mom said she came back up sat on the porch and she felt in her body that it was time for me to get off the school bus and my mom said she disappeared and she was literally at the bus stop waiting for me so my mom was like well clearly we just have to keep her now <laughs> she was like Clearly, she's our dog. Yeah, and then literally, like, Lady made her way from, like, the porch to the basement to, like, the den to finally in my room and being, like, my dog. And I was, like, the intention of, 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 of Lady of being able to be, like, this is my new home. Right. And I couldn't make it happen. Right. Y'all don't know it yet, but I know it. <laughs> they don't know. But it was like, but it's like, I think for me, like when I saw that, when I saw that video, I was like, this is literally like something that I would do. And I was like, I just feel like you're just such an amazing person in oh, general. Yeah. I'm just very happy to have you in my yeah, I'm happy to be in your life. It's great. And it was such an honor to have you um, on our VC stage, so our virtual conference stage, which was so great, and uh, sharing your experience with VIP days and how much you love them as a fellow yeah. actor. And, you know, it's, I think that online can be a really interesting place, uh, especially when it comes to understanding, like, who people really are, because, <clears throat> like, I pretty, like, Sometimes do I have more energy on my Instagram than I normally do? Yes. But like, other than that, like, you're probably going to see me very similar to how I show up, generally speaking, online. And that's just because it's exhausting to keep up with the other people who are trying to keep up with the other people. And it's like all this layers and all this nonsense. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to carve out my little cove. And if people want to come in, come on in sit on the beanbag and hang out and drink some coffee or you not be here. And that's cool too. You know, I think that there's always space for everyone online. And I think that sometimes people can get trapped in <clears throat> seeing one 
type of person or seen one way of showing up online and think that's how they have to be. And so that's why a lot of times I show up with no makeup. Sometimes I show up with crazy look of hair. Sometimes majority of the time I'm wearing my joggers. Like, and it's not to like prove a point or like, you know, do an Alicia Keys moment of like no makeup and all that. It's really because that's this is literally how I live my life. Like every day, if you were to come and walk around with me, this is literally how I would be. <laughs> so why would I be <laughs> That's exhausting. <laughs> and I think I think for me that was the thing that I, I really appreciated about you because like you were because um, I came on in the online space in the 2020. Mm -hmm. And in that 2020, I didn't know like it was it took me a long time to find like the people who were authentic because of course I came in from the click photo side, so everybody's like super loud and super boisterous and oh, yeah. like I remember my sister <laughs> Because I didn't have my voice yet, I didn't. Where I didn't know, like I was like, do I need to act different? Do I need to like put on like a persona? Because that's like what in Russell's books, that's what he said. Yeah. You have to put on like this attractive like, character. Attractive character. Mm -hmm. So I remember my sister. She was like, "You're like, why are you so high pitched?" Like she was like, she was like "I feel like on every video, you're like, yeah." And she was like, "You're stressing me out." <laughs> Yeah, we, we can't, like, we can't try to be wrestling. All the way up here. And right. she's like, this you like right here. And it's funny because like, there was a, um, I think I had watched Josh, this is um, before Josh Gordy got crazy. I watched one of his um, challenges and he was like, and I made her watch it with me. And she was like, I can't, 10 minutes, that's all I got. Right, yeah. She's like, I can only do 10 minutes. I can't do any more. She's like, I'm I'm tired. <laughs> when you're tired from watching someone, that's like not a good sign. <laughs> she's like, I'm tired. And I was like, and she was like, Carrie, like, she's like, you're a person. She's like, yes, you're very, like, you're you're hyper and stuff like that. But she was like, you're sport, you're spurs in that. But she's like, there's also times where you're you're chill, but she was like, you don't show that side of yourself when you're online. She was like, that's a piece, that's a piece that people love, but they yeah. only get that, like, if they're your client. She was like, you need to start sharing that piece as well. And it took me a while to, like, feel comfortable with people, but it was, like, people like you and people like Lindsay um, that were doing that to where I felt like, okay, well, maybe it is possible to still be able to be yourself naturally and completely all the way through, regardless of like what other other people might be doing. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think it's more people need to get comfortable with themselves, which is honestly one of the scariest things to do. Because you know what's a lot easier is to pretend to be somebody else online, and if people hate you, you don't take it personally because it's not you. When you show up authentically online and when you show up the way that that you are and then someone criticizes you it doesn't feel good because that's who you are <clears throat> and so that's why i think a lot of people put and you know i can see some benefit to it i suppose but put that attractive character on put that like alter ego on um because then it's a layer of protection so that when people come at you you're like that's not really me anyway so i'm, I'm gonna just like brush it off it's um because online can be tough. Like it's people can be mean. Like things people can say all sorts of stuff. And so, for me, I have gotten really comfortable with who I am. And 
not to say that I've received a lot of hate or negativity by any means, um, thankfully, but I also am like very upfront about like, like if this isn't like cool to you, like just, you can just leave. Like it's totally fine. Like I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna like hunt you down. Like I, I have too many other things going on in my life, honestly. So, you know, in emails, like I'll say something vulnerable or whatever else. And I'm, and a lot of times I'll just say like, hey, if this doesn't feel good to you, like you can totally just unsubscribe and like, it's not gonna be that big of a deal. Um, or like, I'm not open for like negative commentary or criticism. So if you want to give that, then write it down on a piece of paper and throw it away. Like, I'll just be very like upfront because I'm just like, what am I available for? And what am I not available for? And I think that people, um, and it's in a, from a place of like, just a sincerity. It's not from a place of like hatred or like you're the worst person in the world, you know, whatever. It's just like, I'm just not available for that. Like it's the protecting the peace part for me. Um, <laughs> That's literally what I look very, at. <laughs> like very timely that I'm wearing this, but, uh, but it's true. You have to protect your peace and especially being online uh, and being available for all sorts of criticism and, and judgment. Um, you have to protect your peace. And it can, it can, and I've seen it time and time again where people leave the online space because of how bad it can get. Um, and that's really unfortunate because there is a lot of positive things online. But if you are not able to be grounded in who you are, then it is, it's going to be a really difficult time for you. And that's, that just is what it is. And I think too, like, I think for me, it was, I felt like entrepreneurship was almost like a journey of self-discovery. My gosh, so much. Because it's like, you have to, you have to really like face a lot of internal stories and conversations to be able to handle it. Because it's like, when you're like, when you're in like a, a, a nine to five job or things like that, a lot of these like thought processes of like, am I accepted? Do people, do people see me and see my value? Those questions really don't come into play that much because it's like, it, it's, it's pretty much, did I do my job? Did I do the work that I was supposed to put out? And I think for me, it was exciting. It was scary. It's been super scary, but it's also been exciting because I feel like I've truly stepped into the version of Carrie that I all, that like my, my friends and my family see, but like it, it, I wasn't ready to like put out into the world. So I feel like for me at the beginning, I just used to put out like content and I really never share anything about me because I was like, well, maybe they don't really want to know. Yeah. They don't really care. We convince ourselves of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care. But then it took like, there was a, I, I posted something and literally like I got like four DMs and they're like, Carrie, thank you so much for putting this out there. Like, you you inspire me and I'm like oh crap (laughs) (laughs) not that one like I was like man I was like now I have to do stuff now I know I know it's like why don't you like this like in-depth like tips and strategies and all this stuff and then y'all like when I post something that's like about my day or whatever and I'm like okay Thanks for making me have to put myself out there. Got it. Okay. Got it. So I'm going to hop to another. I'm going to hop to one of the questions, then I'm going to hop into your story. 
Um, so because we're talking about this idea of like putting yourself out there, um, so I would believe that people, a lot of people are scared around visibility. And oh, yeah. I feel like the main reason why people get scared around visibility is because the natural need and desire to be wanted and accepted and to belong. Um, and I feel like a lot of times, like when it comes to fears around visibility, people rather go into the um, into the catacombs, <laughs> deep, deep in the catacombs, <laughs> and, and say like, I feel like it's safer here rather than going out and like trying to like overcome their fears around visibility. So my question to you is, have you ever had fears around visibility and how did you overcome them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a, a semi-unique childhood in that um, I experienced uh, a sliver of what celebrity life is like, not because of me, but because of who my dad is. Um, he is well known in the college football realm and he was a football coach um, all growing up. And so um, our life was on display all the time. And um, I told myself I would do not want to be in the limelight. I was like, this is, I hate it. Like, get me out of here. And then here we are. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, but it was really, really hard. Um, and I had to go through just a lot of not so great things from a sense of um, I actually went to University of Kansas for school. I picked the school and then about a year and a half in, my dad's like, hey, they want me to interview for the football coaching job at the university. Is that okay with you? No. Um, <laughs> like my instinct was like, no, leave me alone. Um, because I had always been, you know, Coach Gill's daughter and I didn't have a first name and that was really important to me. And I love my dad and like, he's wonderful. And so it's not, it's not that, it's more or less I wanted my own identity. So I went like halfway across the country to school where no one would really know who I am if I say my last name. And then of course he's like, come in. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, and you know, it, it, it was, was good and stuff. But at that point, um, two years in, uh, again, the football team wasn't winning and, um, and whatnot. My, um, my background is my dad's black, my mom's white. So I'm biracial. And, uh, I mean, I just had never experienced a, the amount of hate, um, that we had gotten for any and everything like they, when people, I mean, college football and a lot of industries, like they're just really brutal. Um, you know, and you know, that was my alma mater. Like I chose that school. Like I was graduating from that school and basically I'm walking the halls, I'm walking around and like, everyone's like, they need to, you know, they need to fire that guy. And like, he sucks and he's a terrible leader and he's a terrible coach and he's a terrible person. And like, just tearing down my family, which, uh, yeah, there's nothing like people attacking your family that will like stir up your insides. Um, and it was tough and he was fired. Um, and it was really tough because I was graduating about six months from then. And it, it definitely was something to where I was, I was deeply like, I want to be invisible. I do not want to be, I don't want my name in lights. I don't want people to know who I am. And like, it's totally not worth it. But then in that moment too, um, the day that my, my dad's last day, he basically went to the office and like all the team could come and say goodbye and all that sort of stuff. And my dad was there all day. Like he was, he went in at like 
I don't know, 9 a.m. or something. He didn't leave till midnight. And what was interesting was like every single player and every single coach and every single staff member and everybody came in and was like, you've impacted my life in this way. And that let me know a few things. Number one, the, the public or the audience is gonna have their own version of what they think of you and that's that. Secondly, like impact can happen even in some of the darkest times. And so uh, my dad is a very impactful person. And so to see that he was literally just in there all day, hugging people, crying with people um, and holding space for them because of the impact that he had on their life for two years, definitely left an imprint of like, okay, yeah, I don't wanna be in the limelight. And also the amount of impact my dad has had on people's lives because he was in the limelight is a positive thing. Um, and, and whatnot. So it's, it was a very interesting experience. <laughs> Again, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something I would necessarily encourage other people to go through as a child. Uh, but I, I learned a lot. And I think when it came to online business, I knew kind of how this could go, right? Um, I understood that this is a public forum, people are going to say whatever they want to say, do whatever they want to do, judge me, up, down, and sideways and think that they know me. Um, and I've already had that all happen to me many, many times over. And so it it kind of just brushes off of me. Like, I don't let it really sting me because I'm like, you literally haven't had a conversation with me once. So like, you can make up all sorts of stories, right? So I think when it comes to visibility, I got practice on early um, of what that's like. And so now I don't really let much affect me from a visibility standpoint. Um, it's not comfortable for me still. It's not like I enjoy it from a like lights and glamor, but I, I also recognize if I wanna make big impact, I have to put my face out there. People have to know who I am and that's worth it to me. Um, so again, it, it comes down to worth. Like if, if you don't care about the impact that you wanna make, then like maybe you don't need to be visible. And that's like just the truth about it. Like if you truly care and want to see big things happen, you have to step out. Like it doesn't happen in your comfort zone. It doesn't happen on your beanbag as much as I would like for it to. You have to get out there and you have to show your face. You have to have people know who you are and what you're about in order for people to say yes, right? Some may say no, but in order for people to say yes, you still got to get out there. I love that she said that because like, I always tell people like the number one way to get over your fears around visibility is to attach yourself to the impact that you want to make. Yep. And I think a lot of times, like what happens when you do that is it removes these internal and realistically selfish fears yep. around things. And it moves it towards with, if I don't do this, what happens? Those four people that sent me that message that first time I was I, I was visible. What if like what would they what would they have permission to do without me putting myself out there? Because a lot of my clients like I, a lot of times I'll be like, Well, Kira, I haven't seen you online. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you post anything or things like that. So it's like they feel like they have that permission and that thing, but it's like. I asked myself if it's like there's those four people, they they felt confident and had the, the, the courage to, to say something. 
but how many people don't have the confidence to say things like look like you and I both know when we go to those go to events there's people like oh I've been following you forever you and like you're so you're so inspirational to me and I'm like oh my gosh I'm, I feel like y'all are gonna make me cry uh-huh. because it's like I don't know these things like I just feel like I'm hanging out in my hanging out on me on the sofa with Winston not really not really knowing it's creating anything. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's what we're doing. You know, with him and his little, he's, he's his little shady self. Oh, I know. Vivian's shady too. That's what he's it is. Like, he's like, I don't have time for this. Like, it's supposed to be content, mom. <laughs> okay, so how did you um, get into the online space? Like, kind of what was that moment for you where you're like, oh, this seems like a bright idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, the internet was, was very different. Um, So I've had my business six and a half years. And then for two years before that, I actually was an employee of an eight figure online business. Um, Her name was Melanie Duncan. Uh, She was in the realm of Amy Porterfield, James Wedmore, like that kind of um, crowd. She actually was in a mastermind with them. And so I kind of got a taste of the industry without being an entrepreneur first, which was very helpful. And um, so I worked for her for two years and I was her head of content. So think like I was like the songwriter to her Beyonce. So I wrote like all of her webinar scripts. I wrote um, and co-collaborated with her on her actual programs and courses. Um, So she would read my scripts and... um, and then you know, go off and sell the courses and stuff. And it was amazing feed. Like it was, I mean, it was a dream job for me to be quite honest. And I was really happy there and whatnot. And then um, God came a knock and it was like, time to go. And I was like, that's in, hello? There's a lot of Jordans in the world. I think you may have- <laughs> So I was like, I'm good. Like it was a, a remote position. I like traveled and worked. I lived in Portugal for like a month. Like I would be, it was just, it was so great. And I was just like, okay. Cause I know when God asks you to do something, it's important for you to obey. So I it's like, okay, I don't know why I'm putting in my, I gave six weeks notice because we were about to go into a launch and I was like, that's going to be bad news bears um, if I leave right now. So, um, so I gave six weeks and, um, and then I like figured it out. I was like, I did not have a business. I didn't even have an Instagram. Like, you want to talk about taking a leap of faith? It was, I was leaping off the Grand Canyon basically. Uh, and so, but I had like a business name that was trash, personalized procedures. <laughs> I had a bank account and I had it like an LLC and that was it. And I was just like, well, here we go. Uh, and I connected with some friends that I'd gone to different events with and been like, Hey, do you know anyone who needs system support? Do you know anyone who needs curriculum design support? And I got suggestions from them, but I also, um, got jobs from being on people's newsletters and seeing that they were looking for somebody. And I was like, I can do that. And so I ended up after the, at the end of the six weeks, solidifying four clients ongoing for about $12,500 a month. So I started my business making pretty decent money. Um, and I was burned out five months later, but, 
you know, you live and you learn, but you think that, I think what, what that taught me was one relationships are everything. Like if you build really intentional relationships, like the fruits of that will, will come to life. Right. Um, so being able to have friends who knew of clients of theirs that needed me was a huge, huge benefit. And I don't, um, I never pretend like poof, like I'm magic. And I just created this business by myself. It's like, nah, I had help. I had support and I always have. And so, um, you know, it was, it was, it was a pretty wild time, but I think that again, after the five months of burnout, I had to figure out a new business model because working with people long-term was not it. Uh, got really just exhausted and burnout. Um, I have three chronic illnesses, so I don't have the high energy levels um, that a lot of other folks do. So I have to watch that. And so I learned about VIP days from a sales coach. And like after my first VIP day, I was hooked. I was like, never again will I do long-term retainers, like never, ever, ever. And so from that moment on, I've been doing VIP days. I do less now um, because I have like a whole company we run, but I really enjoy that business model. And that, that took me really far for about four years. And I heard you bringing them back too a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start bringing them back. I think, I think that I'm going to start having some space. I think that Again, it's I, I find it's really important when you're growing a team and leading a team that you nurture that and you really make sure that the foundation is there. Um, and I know that, uh, again, we're kind of coming to a place where I will have more space. And so with what I do with that space, I can, you know, determine. And so, so yeah, I'm thinking about sprinkling them back in a little bit. A little sprinkle, sprinkle. And then something else that you're doing, too. I'm doing all sorts of stuff. Who knows? I got my okay. Shopify site. <laughs> I got Revenue Rolodex. So you got the Shopify site. You got the Revenue. Okay, so, yeah. so of course we missed the first Revenue Rolodex. But when is the next one? It'll be in 2023. So um, I'm planning to do it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was really powerful. Again, I think that people overthink relationship marketing and think that you have to like nurture people for years or do all this crazy stuff to get people's attention. And, you know, I teach really there's 10 categories of value. Like here's how you can know what value this person wants out of any sort of relationship and how you can provide that value. And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be a big audience. It can be things like um, association. Like if they, um, if you provide them a service that's really great or an opportunity that's really great. And by them being associated with you, that, like helps to build up their assumptions from other people, then that's super great. Like, for example, I did a, an event um, at uh, the Copywriter Club in real life, and I was on a panel with Jasmine Starr. Now, like, do I have a business that's as big as Jasmine Starr and is successful? No. However, is it nice to be associated with that level of business owner? Yes, there's benefit to me in that. And so, um, you know, there's, there's other reasons like mission, like respect, like, um, status. There's all these other different ways of value you can give in relationships that a lot of people miss because they think they either need to pay people or they have to have a big audience. And so I really want to show people how level the playing field really is and take out the intimidation factor and the overwhelm factor of relationship marketing. So that's really what Revenue Rolodex is all about. And I'm super excited. <laughs>
It's I'm fine. so excited. I can't wait. Literally, like, my week just got away from me because I was going to, like, <laughs> literally, like, we, to the point that I literally have, like, I think of one of our, on one of my windows, I still have the link pulled up because I was like, we can't close it. Because so <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw, I was like, yes. And then clearly, like, I am the yes person. And then, like, I'm like, okay, I'll do it, like, Later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know it. Yeah, there were a lot of deadline dancers who were like, but wait. And I was like, I told you there were limited spots. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh no, it's all good. We'll be doing it again. So that's for sure. It was it was super impactful. It was really fun. Okay, so we got the roller dicks. We got the new Shopify store. Yes. That well, I built what's tonight. What's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm like, everything's done in a day for me. Like, if I can't do it in a day, then I don't want to do it. Um, so, yeah, the Shopify site is going to be a collection of things. Um, it's going to have our virtual conference replays because they're super valuable. Um, we also have released Done in a Day self-study, which is, you know, we had our six-month program, and then we are moving it to an eight-week sprint uh, versus the six months. And what we realized Anytime, I'm a data person, so anytime I do something, I'm looking at what are the trends, what are the patterns. So in our six-month program, there's like two types, I guess, of people that were successful. Number one were people who came in guns a-blazing for eight weeks and like did all the curriculum, did all the critiques, did all of the coaching calls, like was in the community hard, and then like they were off to the races, good to go. And then there was this interesting type where they they went through all the curriculum but they didn't come to the coaching calls. They didn't do the community. Like they were very like async and they're like, I just want, I just want the juice and the, and the content. And like, I'm good on the rest of the stuff. And then at the end of the six months, they would leave us this testimonial of like, I sold 20 VIP days. And I'm like, what the, who, hello? Like, where were you? And how, okay. I'm, I'm excited that you got results. Right. Um, and so I was like, okay, like people shouldn't have to sign up for six months if they just want the content. And if that's like the way that they consume things. So um, after two and a half months of saying, I don't want to do a self-study or a course version, I think, um, you know, after reflecting on the data, I was like, okay, like, let me not like be a jerk and tell people they have to sign up for all of it um, when they can still get results if they just have this one piece. Right. So, so yeah, we have self-study now. I love that. I love that too, because like, I know I'm very much a person that like, I'll go to, I'll go to live calls, but like, if I miss it, like, I'm probably not coming back. Like, I'm not watching, I'm not watching a replay. Like, yeah. I say I am, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah. But like, when I'm feeling it, I can go through all the, like, all the content videos. Like, I, like, if I have the day where I'm like, you know what, let's put it, let's put it on. Winston, let's clean. So let's go clean the house. You got time for you to earn your keep. Uh, <laughs> real, <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> and let's go. So I think um, I I really like that because I feel like a lot of times it's good to look at both sides to understand how people how people like digest information because some people need like those like those breaks to kind of like have those like metrics, those success metrics. But then yeah. some people were like. Let's roll. Right. Let's yeah. Like, right. Maybe, like, if I want to come talk to you, I'll probably reach out to you and say, hey, let's talk. 
exactly. But otherwise, like literally I got an email from somebody who was like, I've been waiting two years for you to just put out a self-study. Like I just, I don't want the accountability. I don't want the coaching. I don't want all that stuff. I just, I literally just want the content. And I'm like, okay. Like, well, here you go. Sorry. It took two years. Um, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. So, yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a really positive response. And I think that again, we've, um, Again, I, I guess I say it all the time now, but I just, I'm really intentional about how we operate because entrepreneurship can get really chaotic really quickly. And so I am not here to just create, 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 create without thinking through the intention and the experience that people will have. Um, so, so yeah, but the, the Shopify site will have all sorts of trinkets. My team right now is trying to get some swag together um, they really want to sell physical goods, which would be super fun. And I'm super down for it. And I need to like get a sales tax certificate from the state of Texas before we do that. Uh, so waiting for that, <clears throat> but you know, it's, um, it's a little creative playground. And I think especially, you know, 2022 was a, it was a doozy of a year from a personal side of life. Um, just a lot of stress, a lot of, uh, difficulty between health and career and team stuff and uh yeah it just it was a lot and so yeah 2022 is weird like i i feel like across the board like any like i, I made a post yesterday i was like 20 like year 32 was hard it was just it was hard like it was like and i'm a very i'm an extremely optimistic person yeah. and I, i'm like no it was just hard it was hard <laughs> I, I can't really be honest. I, I was like, I can't be optimistic. It was, it was, it was rough. I know, and it's I'm a, like, I'm like, I can't wait for December thirty first to pass. Like, <laughs> new start, yay! Like, I know it exactly. And I think you know, my, I told my team, I'm like, I want to have some fun. Like, there were just so many serious moments that I mean, between everybody on my team getting COVID of some sort, between like deaths in the family, between like it just it just was a lot. And I, it was, it felt so serious. It felt so intense. And like for Q4, I'm like, team, like, we're going to have some fun. Like, I am not really here for this. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want any of y'all to feel like this. This is not why I did the business. Right. So, um, so, you know, I think any day you can decide to change anytime, you know, any day you can decide to pivot, um, and turn the, the corner. Um, but I, yeah, I will definitely be done with 2022 whenever it would like to be done. Yeah, it's funny because everybody's like, 2020, I was like, no, actually, I, like, I, was, I was happy in 2020. 2021, I was chilling. Yeah, this is what I mean. I don't know. I don't know what it is about even years. I've, I've I don't like odd numbers. But for some reason, odd year numbers are great for me. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, something to reflect on. Something yeah. to reflect on. Okay. So, where can people find you if they don't know where to find you already? Everyone should know where to find you. <laughs> there's, there's definitely people who don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, so, come hang out on Instagram. That's my favorite place. Um, You'll see ridiculousness, and that's just part of the part of the fun. Uh, but it's at systems plural saved me, and then website is another great place. We have a lot of different like 
freebies, quizzes, um, and things that you can check out if you're interested in VIP days, because that's um, like our main uh, shtick, I guess. Um, but yeah, if you want to like come chat with me or if you just like want to get to know me more, Instagram is probably the best place. Yeah, you can learn about her whole life and stuff and all her yeah. all her adventures and the dog. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the dog is there. Yes. And she definitely ups my views. I don't know if Winston does. But so, so like this is this is like the moment of like of acceptance and like me also telling like a truth that like I feel shady, really upset about still. So Winston has his own Instagram, the Sir Winston takes Denver. Um Oh my gosh. So what I would do is I make him a collaborator on my on my reel so he so we can get more views. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. <laughs> because he gets more views than me on stuff. I, I know it. What is up with that? Like what's like can I borrow your platform? <laughs> Hey, I mean, you gotta put them to work. Otherwise, they just be. I was like, "Wait, you gotta start earning your keep. I need to borrow your platform and your people." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "It's ridiculous that he got gets thousands of likes and stuff, and then like my stuff, they're like, yeah, not really interested." Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Well, Winston can lay on the bed and like give a like do a shake," and they're like, "Oh my gosh, he's amazing." No, I don't know how that works, but it's, it's a, dogs and kiddos. <clears throat> I'm just yeah, like, I'm, I'm not ready for that one, so I'll just keep the doggy. <laughs> Start where but you, you are. Have the bonus, you have the bonus mm -hmm. shout, so you gotta win. I, I did see you, you leverage him. And wanted, I was like, Let me get her oh my gosh. Him. Well, first of all, I was doing my reel, and he was like, Jordan, I can do it better than you. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> So yeah, he, he had to redo it like six, seven times, but that's okay. And, uh, but he, uh, he enjoyed it. He's like, let me know when you need me for TikTok. I was like, okay, thank you for that. <laughs> I was with my niece during COVID, literally like, she would be like, auntie, I'm here. I'm like, and I think at this, like she was in second grade. And she's like, auntie, I'll be your TikTok coordinator. I'll, I'll teach you the dances. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> it, just, it took me six months to get all of these dancing videos off oh of my gosh. Computer. Like, I had oh to keep my liking stuff I really would have liked because I needed to remove all of her. <laughs> I know. I can't I can't do the choreographed dances, which is funny because I actually have a background in choreographed dance. Uh, but... I don't know what it is about doing it on like a cell phone that like I don't know it just doesn't my my rhythm is off it's just like okay whatever so like I see some people do it like there's this cute couple that I watch all the time and I'm obsessed oh yeah with there's some cute couples yeah and yeah. then it's like how do you I do it I know I, I'm like, yeah. doing it so well so well and then you look at your then you look at yours and like no it's trying to yeah <laughs> <laughs> not our calling not our calling. <laughs> Let's stick to what we know, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you realize why I love Jordan so much, why I think she is such an amazing gift to the world. And I'm going to say bye to Jordan, and I'm going to cue the intro, and then I will see you guys on the next one. Awesome. Thanks, Gary. Bye, y'all.
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.